Yo, so I'm trying out another one of these late night podcasts as opposed to early morning podcasts just to see how I like it. You know what I'm saying? See if I dig it more than the other schedule. So we're back at it with the late night podcast. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Today is Friday, October 1st. I'm telling you, man, 2021 flying by. We already in October. We're in fall. I love fall. I love the fall weather at least here in the States, on the West Coast in Southern California, fall weather is great. You know, we have sun all the time. The weather's cool. It's not as hot, you know what I'm saying? The heat isn't as blistering and we don't have the triple digit heat, but it's still warm. You know what I mean? You could still wear a t-shirt and shorts, but it gets cold in the morning and it gets cold, cool at night. And it's just, it's good times. You can start to bring some of those those long sleeves, some of the jackets, the coats, you know what I'm saying, the jeans and the boots, whatever you want to wear when the weather gets warmer. Like I got a lot of fits that I don't wear for a large part of the year because they're, they're cold weather fits. And again, Southern California, we have sun from at least three quarters, if not, let's say 85% of the year, we have just good sun, you know what I'm saying? And, and nice warm weather, if not hot weather, you know? So I like the fall, I'm looking forward to the fall. October 1st, today's Friday. Hope you guys are doing well, wherever, wherever you're at in the world, Eastern Europe, Asia, Oceania, Oceania, you know what I'm saying, Australia, New Zealand, vibes, you know what I'm saying, Japan, France, Portugal, South America, Central America, even Canada, even y'all up in Canada, you know what I mean, uh, hope y'all are doing well, you know what I'm saying, I don't know, I have no expectations for the, uh, again, different places are experiencing different levels of of restrictions and lockdowns still you know what i mean for example dan hooker who fought last friday on ufc 266 he he's from new zealand right he's not even going back he he actually has a new fight with islam makachev on october 30th that's in abu dhabi so he's going straight there Shouts to him for taking the fight. But the point is, is that him and his opponent, Nasrat, they both had issues getting to the U.S. from their countries. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're going into lockdowns in, I don't know where Nasrat's from, I think Iran or something. Um, and Hooker from New Zealand, they have very strict lockdowns. So where things are pretty lax, relatively, you know what I'm saying, here in the, in the States, it's getting a lot more intense in other places. So that's why I always say, like, wherever you're at in the world, I hope y'all are doing well. I hope the, the lockdowns are treating you well, because I know not everybody is outside, right? I'm outside here, and this is this is California, you know what I mean? This is not Texas, this is not Florida, it's California, but we're still outside, you know what I mean? So I hope y'all are doing well, hope y'all are staying safe, and I hope everything's doing, I hope y'all are just keeping your wits about you, staying healthy, you know what I mean? Doing whatever you gotta do to protect your health. I hope you're getting sunlight, hope you're getting vitamin D, Hope you're going to the gym, you're getting that heart rate up, you're sweating, you're burning calories, all that good stuff. Um, going back to the UFC, if y'all missed, if there was one that you had to see this year, if there was UFC event that you had to see, or 266, it was it. You know what I'm saying? It did not disappoint at all. Even from the prelims, Marlon Marais, Marab Devalish, Vili, a Georgian guy, a lot of these Georgians coming out of nowhere, man, just, just killing him. That was my first time watching him fight. He he just 
he smashed on Marlon Moraes after he had, you know, almost got knocked out by Marlon. And he came back and just put a beating on him. That was a great fight. Hooker's fight with Nash Wright was a good fight. Chris Dawkins, heavyweight out of Philly, uh, defeating Shamil Abdurahmikov. That was a good fight. Talia Santos defeated Roxanne, Roxanne Modafferi. That was all right. But, uh, and then on the main card, you had obviously Jessica Andrade Calvillo. She knocked her out in round one. Calvillo, you know, she, she looked like she didn't want no parts of Andrade that whole time. You know what I'm saying? And it was round one, at towards the end of round one, that, that Andrade got to finish. Curtis Blades, decision over uh, Rosenstreich. But the fight that everybody was really waiting on, wanting to see, Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. All right, so there was a lot being said that was leading up to leading up to the fight with Nick between Nick and Robbie. Nick was saying stuff like, yo, I don't even know how I got here. I don't know who set this up, this and that. The fight was at 185 instead of 170. So, you know, he maybe didn't have time or just didn't know how the weight cut would be after all these years. And just, uh, you know, just a lot of stuff, you know. And, and then in the fight, which ended in uh, round three, it was a knockout TK. It was ruled a TKO. Nick Diaz basically he was he was he was down. He had uh, maybe Robbie had sat him, and then Nick was like, "Yeah, I'm done." He basically told the ref like, "I quit." You know, Robbie looked good. You know, they say that um, Nick looked okay. You know what I mean? But Robbie looked real good. Robbie looked real good. They were both th throwing body shots to each other, and uh, I thought Robbie looked good. Uh, I, a lot of people were were talking about Nick. And how he looked, but I thought Robbie looked really good. And Nick, you know, I think uh, after all these years away, the way they did him was dirty. The way the UFC and the commission, the way they did him with his suspension for marijuana, it was dirty, it was grimy, but it is what it is. And now he's after all this time, man, just not, uh, the man looks like he, you know, should just stay home. You know what I'm saying? Teach jujitsu, sell his CBD products. He don't need to be fighting anymore. You know what I'm saying? He don't have it anymore. And he just doesn't look like he's got that fire. They don't, you know, and the man's, what, 39, 38, 39 years old? Like, there's nothing that he's really, there's like, he doesn't need to come back and prove anything. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't need to come back and and try to recapture the glory days or anything like that. But shouts to, shouts to both of them. Shouts to Nick for coming back, for giving it a shot. And at least now he knows that, you know, he's like, yo, I went in there against a dude I bought, who I knocked out 17 years ago. And we had a rematch. It was a good fight. You know, I think the opponent was good. I think Robbie was a good opponent in terms of his comeback fight. But Robbie looked real, real good. And, and uh, yeah, but I think Nick, if I was him, I'd just be like, look, man, I'm going to just teach you to and keep on selling my, my stuff. You know, he's got he's got a good name brand recognition. He, fans love him. He could just teach jujitsu and, you know, and uh, and chill. And I believe in, in the embeddeds, the UFC embeddeds, which I love, I love watching he he said that he was uh and he said he enjoys teaching you know what i mean he was he, there was showing footage of him teaching a class and you know it looks like he he enjoys it you know what i'm saying so i think that's what he should just do focus on his businesses focus on um teaching and, and just stay away from fighting he's done you know what i mean valentina versus lauren murphy valentina did her thing tko in the fourth round and then the main event which was Volkanovski versus ortega that was the fight that i was waiting on for a long long time i'm waiting for that fight um, ever since Ortega's win over Korean Zombie and then Volkanovski, you know, uh, I, I personally, I thought I was going, I was rooting for Ortega. I wanted, I wanted to see Ortega 
coming with all his new moves and his, his his strategy and everything and seeing I thought that he was gonna I thought that he was gonna submit Volkanovski. I thought that somehow he's even though he's not a real wrestler, I thought that somehow he he'd be able to get a submission. We could be standing, you know what I'm saying? Standing guillotine, whatever. Or pull guard type, you know what I'm saying? But I was rooting for Ortega. He ended up losing. It was bad. It was not it was not a it was not super close. It was it was he got smashed similar to you know, in a different way, but he got smashed in the same in a in a similar vein that he got smashed when he fought Max the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was not good. He's 0-2 in these championship fights via smashing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it wasn't like he lost some super close decision that was down to the wire. Like he, there was a point in time where he was, you know, he couldn't get up. His co his coaches and his corner, they all had they had to lift him off the ground, and you know they were asking him, "Yo, are you good to fight?" And he was doing that kind of like. Him and Holland, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? He said something in Spanish, like, he was talking to the one dude, and it sounded like he was like, man, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, bro. Like, he was like he was kind of over it. It, just, it didn't look, his body language and his facial expressions, he just didn't look like he really, really, you know, wanted to go out there. But he ended up going out there around five and fought to the very end, all 25 minutes. But Volkanovski is a monster, bro. He's so nasty. Like, y'all can say whatever you want about him. Feel me? You could say he's... He's boring or his personality or whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? But when it comes to fighting, when it comes to how he shuts his opponents down, when it comes to his feints, his his selection of strikes and his his uh, his his movement, his distance management, the man is nasty. The man is operating on so many higher levels, right? Him and Adesanya, they both, you know, city kickboxing, even though he, he he's Australian and he has his own coach, Joe Lopez. He trains at another gym. But he and Adesanya both are the best at what city kickboxing, they're the best representations of what their camp does in terms of the striking and, and the feints and the footwork and the, the reads. And it's just real, it's real good. I love watching it. I love watching, I can't get enough of, of watching how, especially a guy who's, who has, who's given up so many inches in, in height, how he, how he wins against these guys who, Max is 5'11". Ortega's only, I think, 5'8", but you know, the two dubs over Max, you know what I'm saying? And it's just the way he breaks these guys down, man, is is really something to behold. I really enjoy watching his fights. I enjoy watching the the levels and the master the mastery, you know what I'm saying, that he displays. But it was a great card, you know what I'm saying? If if you haven't seen it, I suggest you go back and watch it. The whole card was great. And uh yeah, man, it was great. And next the next event, I believe, is a fight night. I believe it is Tiago Santos versus Johnny Walker at the Apex. So we've got 205ers in the Apex. And uh, let's see who else is on the card. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Kevin Holland versus Kyle Dawkins, which is uh, old boy's younger brother, Chris, Chris Dawkins, right? So then uh, you have Alex Oliveira versus Nico Price, and some other guys. But uh, those 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 first three or those top three, I think those are pretty solid. Um. Oh, uh, homegirl sister Antonina Shevchenko versus Casey O'Neill, Devonte Smith versus Jamie Malarkey. That'll probably be a good fight at lightweight. And yeah, man, some decent fights. But you know, it's, it's all fight nights and whatnot until until UFC's two sixty eight in MSG. But that's that's then. We'll talk about that then. 
But uh, yeah, man, the great, there were good, some good fights. There were some good fights this past week, this last weekend. But anyway, I wanted to talk to y'all about Will Smith and his wife, Jada. They're in the news again for a couple of different things. Number one, they bought a house, like they bought a big ass crib and $11.3 million mansion in Hidden Hills, right? Cool, congratulations, you know what I mean? It's more property, more real estate, whatever, whatever, right? But, so Will, he's doing some, he was doing interviews and talking about his marriage and he's got a, a memoir that he's releasing on October or November. In October and November, he's releasing a, a memoir and he goes into, he sheds some more light about his relationship with his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. And it just, the way he, the way he, this is what I don't like. Y'all should listen, y'all should go back and y'all should go listen to it and, and, you know, come up with your own opinions. But the way the man speaks, he speaks like a battered wife, like a battered woman, you know what I'm saying? He speaks like a battered Stockholm syndrome woman who is in the relationship and trying to justify the treatment that he's getting from his wife. You know what I'm saying? He talks about how he talks about how basically from my from on the outside looking in, and I'm just it's just my opinion, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a marriage family therapist or anything like that. But from the outside looking in, it seems like Jada's just moving how she wants to move. And then Will has no choice but to kind of follow along and then justify it by saying, oh, you know, we don't do conventional marriages. And you know what I'm saying? Like she grew up this way and I grew up that way. And I will support her forever and be her life partner and this and that, woo, woo, woo. right? And that's cool and all, you know what I'm saying? Especially because y'all did take vows and y'all got married and whatnot. And you know, till death do you pardon. I support all that, but the blatant disrespect that Will is receiving from Jada by her actions, by her the way she moves from the whole August Alcina entanglement thing to now just, it's just, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of, it just looks, it just looks like, is this what, is this what you as a man, right? You work your whole life to build an empire. You grind your whole life. You gotta compete with other men. You know what I'm saying? You have to make yourself, you have to differentiate yourself from the competition. You have to make yourself stand out. You know what I mean? You work hard. You're, you're in a cutthroat industry. You work hard your whole life to build an empire. And whether it's through divorce or through an unhappy marriage, you get it all taken away from you because why? Because your girl was trying to rediscover herself. Because your girl was on some the 50s is, is the new 20s type type of type of vibe you know what i mean like is that is that's that's what you have to look forward to and as a man when you when you're working when you're working for years trying to build a life for yourself and your family that's what you have to look forward to for real and then you and then people asking you so 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 what's going on and you just there like yeah you know what i mean like i support her and this and that and she gonna do what she do, and we do we we let the kids do. And I'm not even I'm not even gonna talk about the kids really because that's some other that's a whole other thing. You know what I mean? How they choose to raise their kids on some like we we don't do punishments and all this and that. I don't I don't have kids I don't have kids, bro. So I can't judge a man on how he raises his kids. So I'm not even gonna talk about the kids. But with his wife, J 
Jada Pinkett Smith. It's like, it's very, it's very, it's public knowledge. It's well documented that, you know, she used to mess around with Tupac back in the day. Rest in peace. God bless the dead. And, you know, it's almost like Pac was, you know, Pac was who he was, you know what I'm saying? This sort of larger than life figure. And she was obviously filling him heavy, but then she got with Will. And it seemed like even for you read it, the way he tells it from day one, it was like, I mean, she even says herself that she didn't want to get married. Like she was crying down an aisle because she was like, yo, why am I doing this? Right. Whereas, whereas you would think it's like, oh, you, you found somebody who is super successful, a black man who's super successful, you know what I mean? Who is a good dude, you know what I'm saying? who's well-respected in the industry, is one of the biggest actors in, not black or white, one of the biggest actors in, in Hollywood. And, and you're like, eh, you know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a buster. You know, I don't want this, but I'm gonna do it to secure the bag. And, you know, just cause. Like, is that, is that a, again, I'm asking you, like as a man, when you, when you, when you out in the streets, when you out looking for women that you want to potentially commit to you know what i'm saying is that what you is that the type of attitude or behavior or mindset or perspective that you would want in a perspective in a potential partner i'm just asking because i'm just asking because the way he looks now like from off rip the foundation wasn't solid you know what i mean like it was she was talking about how unhappy she was then and how she didn't seem like a woman. It just—it was just very disrespectful. You know what I mean? Like take take your emotions out of it and just look at what's being said, and then what's and then her, the way she's moving is just very disrespectful to me. You know? And as a man, I just—I don't know, man. I feel like you could do better. I don't. It just to me, I, I think it's interesting, right? It's like you work your whole life, you build, you make a name for yourself, a legendary career, all this stuff, right? You you raise kids. You you had you had a you had a one marriage prior, it didn't work out. Y'all separated. Y'all divorced. Then you say, you know, I'm gonna do it again. I'm a better man this time. I know, I know the mistakes that I made from the first marriage. I'm gonna go into this next marriage and I'm gonna be better. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. And then you go and you do it, and you got and you, and the woman is talking about you like this. She moving around like this. You know what I'm saying? It's just mad disrespectful to me. But that's just me. But that's just my opinion. I I highly encourage you all to do your own research and to formulate your own opinions. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm actually going to link the article in the description. There's a specific one from the New York Post and just detailing the history of their relationship and all this stuff. Well, okay, so his, his, the memoir that he's releasing is, is coming out on November 9th. It'll be titled Will. And he's co-authors Mark Manson, who wrote The Subtle Art of Not Giving, you know what I'm saying, Not Giving to, you know what I'm saying, you know, Mark Manson. And he also wrote, I think, he wrote another book called... Uh, everything is is for the birds type you know what i mean it's a book about depression and anxiety something like that but uh you know self-help author type type of vibe i've read the book it was cool it was a decent book um but yeah man i'm gonna link this article i think it's real important and uh oh, man if there, if there is a criticism that i do have of will i think that sometimes he does too much like there's a picture of him like kind of just like uh you know I think he does too much in terms of the 
he 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 does some extra things. Just it's just kind of extra the way he sometimes like he like there's this image of him sort of like you know like presenting Jada as if she's the she's the one who built this she's the the A-list celebrity she's the one who's done all these movies she's the one who's been on all these roles TV shows you know what I'm saying like she's the royalty you know what I'm saying he's just this humble servant you know it's just kind of weird you know um and I don't know how much of that is really him or the perception of him like trying to you know here's me again support my girl support my wife so I don't know bro it's just kind of weird and it's just it's, it's and the way she's moving is mad disrespectful especially for a guy who seems like he's obviously trying to hold you down you know what I mean it's like there's not you could you could ask for nothing more in a man, in a husband, and he's hold he's holding you down even amongst the way you're moving, uh, on going on your red table talk, just being open about your basically messing around with some dude and your justifications for why, and then he's there looking miserable but trying to force him and fake him being supportive of you and, and your and your and the way you're moving. It's just it's just funny. It's just real funny, man. It's just real funny. And I, again, I encourage y'all to form your own opinions. Uh, I just think it's crazy that you could work your whole life to build something and then and then you have to suffer this kind of disrespect from your woman and then you have to do all this capping in terms of you support her and it's that or maybe you do support her and it's not cap. Maybe you really do support her, but it's just she's the way she's moving is just mad disrespectful. I think there's no, it's just disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? But that's just me, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna link, I'm gonna link the article in the description so y'all could read it. I really implore that you, that you do, you know what I'm saying? And it provides a little bit more light uh, and touch on some things that I didn't get into in, in, uh, in this video, like school that they tried to do and Scientology may or may not have been a Scientology school, whatever, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't mess around with any of that stuff. Um, but yeah, anyways, I'm gonna link the article in the description so y'all could read it. I highly, uh, suggest that you do. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in, listening to this podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know what I mean? Rate, review, download, all that stuff. And we'll be back next week. Hope you all stay safe. Again, do your own research, formulate your own opinions, and just be smart and just think. Think about what it is that you want from life. Think about the outcomes that you want. Think about uh, if, if there's people that you want in your life, whether that's family, friends, long-term partner, Think about what it is that you want from those people. Your what you want your relationship with those people to look like, and how you want them to treat you. Because I think that's important. I think we we just think about the person, like the physical body, but we don't think about the actual treatment and the actual relationship. So uh, just think about that. You know, just a little food for thought. But anyway, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I'm gonna see y'all next week. Deuces.